1: rob mccarron hashtag authority hashtag steph Bouncy,
2: hashtag
1: smackdown 15 jeff hawkins
2: you done digging that hole
0: you're listening to shake them ropes with rob mccarron and jeff hawkins
2: dance on your grave dirt sheet writer it's a big weekend in the wwe lots of build lots of hype this
1: open is Are terrible stop it right this open is just absolutely absurd okay
2: <laughs> I, put jeff, I, about, I
1: put jeff on but, the spot i put jeff on the spot he didn't have an open was like, i didn't
2: have time for my swerve i was gonna say oh, everybody's ready for takeover and nobody cares about money in the bank oh but that's
1: not true money in the bank is the a show uh-huh. I have a friend. I have a friend, a new listener to the podcast too. By the Hold way, on.
2: congratulations! You have a friend. Yeah, I, mean, I even, know. Your, even your wife doesn't like you all that much.
1: No, I, I officially now have one friend, and my wife puts up with me. Um, yeah, I got her hot water last week, so or, or this week, really, uh, a couple oh, days you know, ago.
2: You, get out! Get out of the house and go to the gym. You smell.
1: Oh my gosh! I I don't have to go to the gym anymore. Ever. Ever again.
2: Uh.
1: This is to take my showers. Uh,
2: Continue, please. I believe the
1: poll, by the way, the poll last week came back in my favor. I believe more people than not said it was completely normal to go to the gym just to shower. So I think I won that one. Anywho, uh, I have a friend, new listener to the podcast um, that uh, is trying to sell his tickets to NXT TakeOver. Uh, He's got floor seats and uh, just a family engagement he couldn't end up going And I was surprised to learn from him that they're not selling super quick. He said to lower the price, they're not selling super quick. Are are we, uh, is it because it's in Chicago, they have money in the bank the next night? Is the NXT, you know, it's not as hyped as it once was, even though their roster's super deep now. Like, what's going on as we head into NXT TakeOver? Are are you feeling it? Um, Is is the hype kind of slowly going away? What's, What's happening here with NXT? It
2: is not as hot a show. As say New Orleans or the Rumble, I, I think that's partly it because look, we're getting Gargano and Champa again as the main event. We, we, we when we thought we had seen the last of it,
1: and and Lars Sullivan at the same time. Well, I love Lars Sullivan and the rise. He, he was rising up, and then he had the uh, issue where he couldn't be on the January show at the Royal Rumble weekend. I just don't quite know if the momentum is the right time for him to be getting a title shot right now, even though it's not the main event. Like this is this is usually when you have a big hot heated main event. You can do an off the wall challenger who's maybe not quite ready. But this well, this feels different to me with Lars that we'll get into. Uh well but well here here's
2: the problem. Here's the problem with, the with problem? NXT takeover and money in the bank in many ways. Okay. On paper, when you look at the lineup, it's underwhelming. Yeah. NXT takeover is underwhelming when you look at it on paper, but NXT takeovers. I look, we do this every time, every time they deliver. Yes, they deliver. So I have full faith and trust that NXT takeover. I would tell your friend if he could to go to the show, but I understand why the tickets are slow because you look at it and you go, well, gee, I'm getting a tag team title match between the undisputed era and Danny Burch and <laughs> right. Lorkin. On paper, that looks like a mid. Oh, it looks like a mid card tag feud. Well, the I am, I, I am hyped as hell for that match.
1: I mean, the other four matches really do seem kind of like the four matches you would see on a regular week episode, a weekly episode of NXT.
2: Well, I said two weeks ago that a lot of these matches are predictable, or they seem yeah. predictable. Hmm. That's fine. That doesn't mean it won't be good matches. But you're not going to get a lot of I don't think you're going to get a lot of change on this NXT card because there's not there's not a lot of drama to it, but it's still going to be solid. And there might be a surprise or two. So, you know,
1: could be some it could surprises. T- we talk about uh, this card stacked deep. Uh, Ricochet did make it onto the show. He's wrestling Velveteen Dream, which that'll be fun. I don't know about the predictability of the show. Uh, as we go along this uh, card, we'll talk about, uh, you know, who we think is going to win and maybe it will be predictable. Uh, But you have no EC3 on the show. You have no Adam Cole on the show. Two guys who are prominent in the North American champion. One is the North American champion. And, you know, EC3, a recent signing, who's a pretty big deal. Two guys not even on the show. That's how deep this card is. Officially. Officially, right now. uh, At five matches, I guess you could add a six, but this seems to be the sweet spot for takeovers now. Five matches on there. They all get time. You do your, uh, who's going to be in the crowd. Is there anyone? I mean, WWE assigned everybody, right? Like, is there anyone who could just be in the crowd? Are they going to, is Keith Lee big enough to where he's going to be in the crowd and people pop I for do, him? I
0: think
2: so. I think Keith Lee and probably one of the, uh, signees for the, uh, for either UK or for the, the may may Young Young Classic Classic. I, yeah. you know, might be, you may, may get Tony storm.
1: Okay. Yeah. We could see that. You may,
2: you may get Jenny. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can get – I mean, there are people out there that they put on there.
1: Io Shirai?
2: Io Shirai would be a – Io Shirai would be a fantastic one because she hasn't been seen on WWE TV yet.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, uh, you could get EC3. This is the gimmick you do with EC3. I'm telling you. You just show him in the crowd at every takeover. <laughs> crowd pops I- for EC3.
2: I actually think he gets involved in the main event.
1: But, you think? Uh, ooh, okay. Main event. So, yeah, so Lars I, Sullivan. So, I, so mm. I think we
2: need... Well, no, no, no. The real, No, the Gargano mm, champion
1: Lars Sullivan, Alistair Black, title match. Yeah, big main event on the show. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, Wikipedia is very off right now because they are seeing... They are showing Undisputed Era versus Oni Lorkin and Danny Burch as the main event on the show.
2: Well, huh. you know you know who you could show in the crowd? Who? Tino Sabatelli. Could show Cryin'. Tino Sabatelli crying
1: in the crowd? Yeah nursing and that pack
2: with his with his rob mccarran t-shirt
1: on i'm telling you what he should have a <laughs> dress shirt on with a couple of buttons on buttons so you see the tape around his pecs okay yeah that's uh <laughs> and that's honestly my dream the end let's go through this nxt takeover show before we get to the real main event of money in the bank uh first some news some uh some breaking news we get into the news portion of the program Mauro Ronaldo has uh, other commitments this weekend. He's doing Showtime Boxing, so he is not going to be on the NXT TakeOver show. Instead, in his place is going to be Vic Joseph from 205 Live, so it'll be Vic, uh, Percy Watson, and Nigel McGuinness calling NXT TakeOver. Is that an upgrade, average, uh, downgrade? What do you think?
2: Mild downgrade, but I think Vic Joseph is fantastic on 205 Live. I think he's possibly their best straight play-by-play guy. That they have on the roster right now, other okay. than Morrow. And if you don't like Morrow's theatrics, I completely understand. I'm a fan of Morrow because to me, he has kind of that David Crockett-esque fanboy in him where he's just getting excited, even if he kind of loses some of the professionalism within that. But but no, he's great. Um I, I would compare him to Um, he, he's I think he's slightly better than Rich Brennan. But Rich Brennan on takeovers, I thought was, or on the takeover he called that. I remember I thought he was fantastic on that one. So I, I think Brennan, I think Vic Joseph will fill these shoes nicely.
1: This may sound negative, but I don't mean it to be. Okay. The best pro wrestling card I've ever seen Maro Ronaldo announce or the best job I've ever thought Maro did was on NXT takeover Philadelphia when we were live and we didn't hear any of his commentary. Now, this is not because I didn't hear any of his commentary. This is not a a little comment on, oh, Morrow's terrible. I'm glad I didn't have to hear him. No. During both the main event, Gargano and Almas, and that crazy Cole Black match, just watching from the crowd, Morrow jump up out of his seat
2: he is a show oh, unto himself he, when you watch him. You do can this.
1: know what his commentary is and how impassioned he is just by watching him go nuts at the commentary table. It was something if you're going to an NXT takeover or an NXT television show somewhere where Mauro Ronaldo is announcing and you're live in the crowd, you don't have to hear any of Mauro's words. You know what Mauro's saying. There's no difference there. You know what Mauro's going to say. But watching you kind him kind
2: of hear him you can kind of hear him when he's not mic Oh my
1: gosh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's just out there. Uh, so that was fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, Mara is going to be off this show. We start off with the undisputed era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick strong going up against Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch triple H on the conference call before, uh, you know, as we are heading into this weekend's events, uh, we're putting over Lorkin and Birch how Birch it didn't, it didn't quite fit the first go around with him in NXT, but now that he's come back, he's got the tag team with Oni Lorkin. They're two tough, bald guys, uh, they're going for it. NXT tag team titles, O'Reilly and Roderick strong. Uh, what do you see going into this one?
2: Uh, if you did not see this week's NXT, the match between Pete Dunn and Kylo O'Reilly was absolutely fantastic. I thought, mm-hmm. uh, this is, this is my, this is actually for me and you're not going to get this. I don't think, but for my fandom, this is one of those great kind of mid-card tag team feuds in a way that would lead off like a Great American Bash. Like one of the first shows I ever saw um, on video cassette was there was a tag team match. It was it was Ole and Arn Anderson versus Dick Slater and Buzz Sawyer from The Great American Bash. That's what this is to me. Birch and Lorkin, I think, have no shot of winning these titles. Okay. But I think this match is going to be a blast because. These two are lunch pail type guys. They're 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 not as smooth as the revival, but they're just as but they're a little bit tougher in terms of their style. You know, a lot of punches, a lot of hard hitting action, and the undisputed era are the perfect kind of team to just kind of take this beating and eventually get some like get get a few like technical holds on them to grind people down. I am looking very very forward to this match quite a bit but the undisputed era will retain they will absolutely this is
1: probably that one really predictable match uh for me i I just don't see them losing the titles right now i don't see them losing to lorkin and birch but can lorkin and birch be the uh the new what was the tag team name you had murphy you had blake they had a tag team named and they were they just blake and murphy
2: they were just Blake and Murphy. We called them the dubstep Cowboys. The
1: dubstep Cowboys. Yeah. Only Lorcan and Danny Burch could be the new dubstep Cowboys in they the fact that you get- don't – yeah, you don't expect them to win the titles, but they could be something interesting on TV, although at the same time, what does that give Undisputed Era to do if they have four guys, one being hurt, the other two not in championship contention, and Adam Cole not even on the shows?
2: Well – to the to the full sale crowd they're already over. Okay. My my interest is whether or not they can win over the crowd in Chicago cuz they could mm. be mm. your critical darlings. They're mm. already more over than the mighty I mean, Yeah, the mighty's
1: been uh, stalled. It's,
2: I mean, they they're, an they're be- or- Lorkin and 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 eh, what what Birch are already Birch. Yep. they're they're more They have more credibility right now on this roster Mm -hmm. than either the Street Profits or Heavy Machinery, even though they're not as beloved necessarily. They have a certain kind of old school without going into the Revival's gimmick necessarily, but they have that kind of tough guy credibility where you see them as a real team that can fight. And I think that's the kind of... That's the kind of thing Chicago crowds have historically liked the blue collar work ethic type of dudes. And that's why I'm really geeked about this match. That's why CM Punk, you know, in addition to being the hometown hero, you know, he's, 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 he's the guy who just worked hard. I, you know, if you have one of my favorite pay-per-views is also that, that uh, Chicago 89 pay-per-view with, with flare and steamboat. They just loved guys hitting each other. Now, look, all those People in that crowd are now strongly middle aged. And this is a far greater, you know, kind of indie type crowd, as you see by the interest in all in. But I still think Chicago as a city and as a personality, the Birch Lorcan team is that kind of Chicago style team that they they would glom onto. So I'm really looking forward to this.
1: Oni Lorcan is coming up on his fourth year in. NXT and the WWE developmental program for a uh-huh. year. He signed in September of 2015,
2: but this is what they asked him to do. This is I his know. job. He's just, they, they, yeah, him and Cassius. Ono, those types of guys. I mean, there are guys that they do this to that outkick their coverage, you know, Gargano and Ciampa being two primary examples here, but there are just some guys. There are glue guys in the, in the promotion. And, Oni Lorcan is a glue guy and he's a great glue guy. He's done. I've become more of a fan of him here than I ever was in, in say PWG necessarily, but that's my personal biases.
1: All right. You heard it here first. Jeff Hawkins hates Oney Lorcan.
2: Let's stop
1: it. Shayna Baszler is defending the NXT women's championship against the dream Nikki Cross. I want Nikki Cross to win so bad. This is probably the, umpteenth takeover where she's wrestled that i want her to win so bad i don't think it's going to happen i think it's predictable i'm hoping not i want nikki cross to be the champion of earth
2: uh we are the foremost proponents of the nikki cross fan club we are the drivers of the bandwagon she's the best they have all other podcasts can kneel to this show because we are the official fanboy club of nikki cross all Nikki cross all the time. If we could, if we could keep our listeners and our advertisers who sometimes send copy and sometimes don't, but (laughs) I, I am with you. I would love, I would love a coronation of Nikki cross for a short title run, but she's in that Becky Lynch position right now. She's ready to be moved up, but they have other plans for other people to hold this title. Her reward will be hopefully when they introduce sanity, she Mm -hmm. is in there with them. That is what I'm hoping, but i am ro- i am rooting hard and and I am not an objective journalist so I don't need to stay neutral in any ways okay. i am rooting ho- i am rooting hard I'm rooting hard for this neutral or for this neutral for this match to over deliver I want this match to steal the show if it could yeah and i think I think Nikki cross can do it mm-hmm. Shayna I mean Nikki cross tal- can, yeah. Shayna is talented but she hasn't she hasn't wrestled matches of a length where it's a blow away main event. Let's right. put it that way. No, she, I, okay, she I agree. She's wrestled great matches. Don't get me wrong. The takeover,
1: the takeover matches that Shayna Baszler has been in to me, duds, duds, straight up. Really? Duds. Oh, no, duds. I
2: liked, I liked the story the, the, like the lethal weapon story of her having to pop her shoulder back into place to beat Ember Moon. I liked that a lot. Duds. I just, I thought the first one was kind of underwhelming. The first one was
1: lame. It was the worst match on that show yes and you know we're hyped we're watching the mighty make their return we're watching uh, a lot of th- craziness happen uh we're watching velveteen dream fall all over himself uh you know
2: but dumb, i am really I i'm really i w- if this if this match steals the show i will not be upset
1: okay all right i won't be upset either i'm full on the nikki cross bandwagon i want nikki, her to nikki run for this Queen. show
2: Queen Nikki. I Queen want Nikki. I want her to I want her to win everything. Bow down. She she's not going to, though. No. She never taints.
1: No, she's gonna lose and then it's gonna be on to someone else and it's gonna be sad and maybe Nikki Cross, hey uh, what what are the chances Nikki Cross debuts on SmackDown before sanity?
2: Uh no. I think I think she fits in well with the sanity motif. So I'm 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 fine with keeping her there. I'd love to see her pull a Mick Foley circa 94 ECW style match out of her and just be insane all over the place.
1: Sanity is uh, now they moved this match to the pre-show, the old uh, Gallows and Anderson versus Harper and Rowan, uh, where okay. Luke and his friend wrestled Luke and his friend. Um, <laughs> I They moved this to the pre-show, and that's the only thing that's stopping me from thinking this was going to happen because I had the thought going in that this is where you debut Sanity. They just interrupt, whether it's interrupting before or after the result, I don't know. Uh, but this is where you kick it off. Sanity debuts. They, they go after Harper and Rowan, uh, and that's your match. You know, Sanity. I, Harper. I, and Rowan.
2: I'm more. I'm more inclined to think that they just kind of tease okay. that they're coming on this show rather than introduce okay. them because they won't. Because I don't think they trust the live crowd to react to who they are necessarily. Well, uh, but yeah, that's me. and that's
1: the weird thing too because I think of all the crowds you can go to, Chicago the one who would react to those guys. Like I worry, yeah. I worry about the whole, like, is a Chicago crowd going to pop for Keith Lee being shown on television? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, t- myself. T-
2: t- but but see, remember that they are smart enough to think that the takeover crowd and the money in the bank crowd are <laughs> two different crowds.
1: <laughs> They're smart enough to pay a ton of money for tickets to go see Cody versus Nick Magnus. They can't be that bright. All right. All right. Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream is the best wrestler in WWE. He's going up against Ricochet, who's probably in the top
2: 40. Singles match. What do you got, Jeff? This is feast or famine. This is either going to be spectacular or it's going to be a problem. <laughs> um, but I am looking forward to it. I, that was said
1: kind of threatfully. Like I envision Jeff Hawkins being in a back room, dimly lit, with a cigar coming out of his mouth, telling Velvetune Dream, listen, this is going to be great or you're in trouble, kid.
2: No, I'm I'm just I'm thinking back to the uh, Cassius Ono Velveteen Dream match.
1: Oh yeah, no, it was uh it was fun. That match was fun. It had a great story, all built up from a pre-match promo by Velveteen Dream saying he would knock out Cassius Ono in 30 seconds. The crowd was into it for that first 30 seconds, into it for the first minute, minute and a half, and then
2: and uh, then he had to wrestle,
1: and then, then he had to wrestle, he had to wrestle, and he was falling all over himself, and Cassius Ono was too big for him, and he, he was going a little too quick. Now you're in there with Ricochet. And you're going to be tempted to go as fast as you possibly can, and Velveteen Dream just has to slow it down
2: because because that adrenaline's going to be running. Oh, And it. when he and when he goes fast, he loses his place sometimes, and sometimes he kind of loses the control of his body and does something absolutely effing insane. I, you know what? I but I but it's going to be fun, I, even if it's a train wreck. It's going to be fun, so we have that to look forward to. I don't know who wins. I think Ricochet is the strong pick to win this. Like 90% of me says Ricochet wins, but man, there's that 10% that knows they love the dream. And and what did I say before Ricochet even showed up here? Velveteen dream is what they want Ricochet to be, or he's, he, he's, he's the NXT Ricochet. He, he's what they envision somewhere on the evolutionary chart of, Leo Rush, Ricochet, Velveteen Dream. That is what they kind of want. I could see them giving Velveteen Dream the win here and just this feud will continue, but I'm going to go with Ricochet. All right. I am going to say there's
1: some fuckery here and somehow Velveteen Dream gets the win, although Velveteen doesn't have to win. Like he he beat Cassius Ono, of course, on uh, at TakeOver a little bit ago, but this is guy who lost to Aleister Black is getting more popular. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't need the victory, so I'm not exactly sure if we will get it from him, but uh, it's going to be an in- interesting match because they're going to get time. If these are the only five matches on the show and they pretty much do three hours for TakeOver now, that's what it's been building to. You got the four hour pay per views, you got the three hour takeovers. There's plenty of time for Ricochet and Velveteen Dream to go out there. Chicago is going to be really behind Ricochet. This is basically. His biggest singles match to date. I mean, the last takeover, he was in the big ladder match. You're just throwing a bunch of guys out there. This is a Ricochet spotlight match here to go one-on-one with Velveteen Dream. We're going to get some chaos. We're going to get some craziness. This is going to be a big one. Uh, If Ricochet wins, great. I don't know where he goes from here. You don't even have the North American champion on this show. He's probably not going to be in the world title picture right now when you have the likes of Black and Lars Sullivan in it. So I don't I don't know what he does from here if he wins. What Velveteen Dream does from here when he wins is just become a uh, a a bigger star, potentially get him into the top title matches at some point. Uh, and you always have the uh, fact that Ricochet and Velveteen Dream could show up on the main roster in the next three months. I and mean, SummerSlam is almost here. They could. Yeah, be Vel-
2: Velveteen Dream is in that interesting position where he's the guy on the come at the PC. Hmm, that he's is on the that come. is okay. That that is stop. That that is homegrown and every and every match from and has caught on as a following and everybody's kind of I mean half this company wants to bring him up to the main roster and the other half is well he's not ready yet. And now every match he has is higher profile as we continue on these takeovers every mat every next match is his next biggest one. He'll eventually get a title match too Mm -hmm. and that'll be his biggest one. So it's a nice position to be in if you're investing in the young talent. That said, Ricochet is transcendent in many ways. So do you just do you beat the guy who is a megastar right now Mm. to the guy who Mm. might be a megastar later?
1: Hmm. You do if Ricochet is not going to be long for NXT. Okay. you do that. Uh, What that means, I don't know ricochet the very next night money in the bank a whole lot of ladders involved
2: hold on i'm stupid what are you stupid about because i said velveteen dream was the guy was the evolution of leo rush and and ricochet oh. what they want to be but it was montez ford that montez, I had said that, later, that's I right yes yeah. yes the street so, profit that is so, montez ford so hold on corrections and retractions department
1: okay yes. we don't do those by the way <laughs> there we go we just do, get it right but, the very first time uh Montez Ford, another guy. This uh, yeah, this division is so stacked. This whole show is so stacked. Montez Ford not even getting on TV shows anymore. No. Give this guy a run. I mean, if you're not gonna put Age of uh not Age of the Fall, I've done that like five times this year. <laughs> if you're not gonna put authors of Pain on the show, put Montez Ford on the show against somebody. What if Leo Rush, Ricochet, Montez Ford, and Tino Sabatelli were the new DX? Okay What if Leo Rush, Ricochet, no, Montez stop. Ford And Tino Go Sabatelli with the new evolution
2: So, so Tino's the Mark Gindrak of that group What if Montez <laughs> Ford, Ricochet,
1: Leo Rush And Tino Sabatelli were the new West Texas Rednecks
2: <laughs> Oh, these takes are hot
1: Was that even the name of the group? <laughs> They were the red the, the West Texas Rednecks, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah man. H- Hennig Hennig Wyndham.
1: Windham uh there was uh yeah Bobby one
2: Duncan, J- Bobby Duncan Jr. Yes,
1: that's right. Bobby yeah. Duncan which one is the one who's dead now?
2: Bobby Duncan Jr. Ah oh,
1: poor guy. Poor Bobby. And Kurt Hennig. Oh Kurt no, one. that's right. Well, I I I assume that one. I, I was going between Wyndham and Bobby Duncom. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Who was uh they feuded at one time with ICP, yes.
2: Yeah, well, well, let's turn the show around and make it happen. WCW was so good. Go to the next match. Go to the next match. All right,
1: let's go to happiness. The next match is Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. That's right, because Alistair Black, Larsal, is the main event. What do you think about Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa in a Chicago street fight? There are no rules except somehow you still have to pin a guy. There are no officials except a referee to count for that pin that you still have to do. There are no regrets. What do you got?
2: Um, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this match.
1: Yes, it is
2: a fight. Uh, it is a match. It, it is battle. Yes. The one, only and, one and man the promo, the promo, The promo on Wednesday was fantastic, by the way. Go out of your mm-hmm. way to see that one, too, because Gargano's just looking into the camera and, and saying, it's going to be a fight. I'm going to hurt you. It's yeah. like, yes, this is what I want. That's all I want. I'm going to hurt you. I'm um, going to kill you. It's I Master Champ Psycho. Think, yeah I think Candace ends up getting hurt oh, in this Candace. match oh, by by Gargano's hand, and I think there's a possibility that oh, they take it to the backstage area, and e c three happens to be there and he gets some licks in on gargano too. Oh. but i think i think I think I think Tommaso Ciampa wins this hmm,
1: be very weird for e c three to be licking a dude during the middle of a match. I mean, very sweaty, but uh, if that's what you say, I can see e c three being the one to do it. I can see that as far as Tomaso Champa. Uh, this is a Chicago street fight. Gargano won the last battle. Tommaso Champa gets the win here.
2: Somehow. Yeah, because because he's the only guy who hasn't won anything in this. Right? feud.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then you go to SummerSlam weekend where they where they blow it off all all at last. Like something happens. I don't know what you could do. This is a Chicago street fight. Uh, what do you do? Hell in a cell on an NXT takeover. Could that be the next uh, thing here?
2: No, I. You know what? I don't know. I think they get away from each other for a while, or or hmm. they somehow reconcile because Gargano <laughs> loses
1: his, loses his cool. I don't see that you know. one happening. So. Well,
2: I know, I know, but but at the same time, that'd be off the wall. You 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 can't revisit Gargano Champa again.
1: I don't think so. On
2: Summerslam. I didn't so think I so. I think I think somehow, uh, has some somehow Gargano hurts Candice within the confines of this street fight and then just decides, look, I don't want to deal with you anymore. You are my friend. We've had it out. You won this one. Congratulations. I'm walking away. And then he moves on to EC three.
1: Okay. And then they go back to it at WrestleMania time.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Alistair black, Lars Sullivan. This is a singles match for the NXT title. As much as I want Lars Sullivan to be the biggest thing ever. I just don't see him winning the title from Alistair Black here. Maybe they're doing this because they have an idea for Lars Sullivan on the main roster, because Lars Sullivan's a guy that I would put up there right away, whether it's SmackDown wrestling AJ, whether it's Raw beating up everybody, including Braun Strowman, just bear hug him to death. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's your main event prediction, by the way, for a WrestleMania in the next three years. Lars Sullivan, Braun Strowman, I'm telling you it's going to
2: happen. I am not completely sold on this match. I... Okay. I have reservations about Lars Sullivan, Okay, Mm -hmm. and I have reservations because Alistair Black will sometimes have chemistry issues with certain guys he works with. Are your
1: reservations that you don't know if Lars is the next Hulk Hogan or if he's the next Bruno Sammartino?
2: (laughs) I don't know if he's the next King Kong Bundy. King
1: Kong Um, Bundy? Oh my gosh, what an insult to Lars Sullivan. You should apologize right now. This is a learned man. This is a strong man. This is a disciplined man. This is a man man. It's a man he's a man. He's a man. man. Such a man. <laughs> my um, wife my wife is upstairs right now just wondering what the hell.
2: Well, when she and I do our glow reviews, I'll explain all this. Oh,
1: glow's right. coming back soon, by the way. Did you see the trailer? I did. Yeah, they have a season two trailer. I believe the entire show now is scripted
2: basically around Awesome Kong. Okay, I'm 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 down with that. Give me that. Um, uh, uh, let's get back to this match before we go on asides and and talk about scheduling of your wife for the for for these episodes. Um, she'd be I a just, better ghost, I'm pretty sure. Well, what's a great? I mean, ha- have we seen a great Lars Sullivan match other than other than the uh, um, other than the that two four-way. big meaty guys? That yeah,
1: four way was pretty good. Yeah, I, I yeah, but, you see some entertaining stuff to the point where, uh, I mean, I like the whole gimmick where he's beating up his tag team partners. He was going in there. We haven't seen a really long match. There was ah, there's one that I remember. Didn't yeah, he? The, uh,
2: it was him and Ono, the Ono match that yeah. he had. What I'm really dis-
1: Oh yes, I, you are correct on that one. What I'm really disappointed about is I thought we were going to get Roderick Strong and Lars Sullivan, and it was ripped away from us.
2: Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen that, that David versus Goliath feud. Um, and I, I, let's let's give Lars Sullivan a little bit of due here. I, I think he's more physical and more agile for any other guy of his size that I've seen in a long time. And I think he's going to do something very, very insane off the top rope.
1: Yeah, I, I want I want a big Lars Sullivan coming out party here in Chicago. And I think it's I, want him to be, I want him
2: to be the next Vader or Bam Bam. I want him to be that kind of guy.
1: Mm, well, I mean, he could be the next rock.
2: Well, hmm.
1: and the next Brock.
2: He can be the next anyone. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Uh, there's craziness going out there. Dave Meltzer starting rumors. There's a whole bunch of people picking up on things like Brock Lesnar isn't scheduled for SummerSlam. Eh,
0: there's
1: plenty of time. Brock Lesnar is going to be on SummerSlam. He can't not be on SummerSlam.
2: Slow down, kids. It's
1: insanity, people. Just so, think uh, just
2: for a second, will you? Count, count your stars. Count and then your stars. <laughs> and the
1: lack thereof, if you will. Mm. Because uh, John Cena ain't around, God, missing John Cena already. I'm telling you, yeah, I am missing yeah. him. Any possibility that John Cena is in the crowd at NXT Takeover?
2: <laughs> he buys a ticket like he did WrestleMania, yeah. and has to run to the back. What is
1: quick. what is Total Bella star John Cena doing in the crowd at Takeover? Is he
2: on his way in? No, they'll they'll save it for either new people or alumni. Triple so H did not.
1: say that he would love to see some main roster folks you know, trickle down into NXT to get uh, to kind of refresh themselves. No better opportunity than John Cena versus Lars Sullivan. There's a WrestleMania match. Are
2: you are you excited for your Johnny Gargano Mojo Raleigh feud in NXT then?
1: No, no, I don't want to see Mojo Raleigh in there. I don't want to see Mojo. I would love to see Lars and Cena. Give me that mm-hmm. on WrestleMania. I'll watch that all day. Okay. All right, we are off to Money in the Bank, the A-Show, the biggest events, the biggest stars, the biggest night in the history of our great sport of professional wrestling. This is the house that uh, that Triple H and John Cena built back at WrestleMania 22, Allstate Arena. Jeff, there are so many singles matches on this show. I did not expect pay-per-views in this era where it was co-branded to have this many singles matches. I'm a little confused on what to think.
2: All right. Here's, here's your prop bet, prop including bet. the pre-show match, including the pre-show on match. On what, on what number match do we hear the first CM Punk chant?
1: Um, uh, during a pre-show panel discussion. Okay. Hosted by Renee Young. We All will right. hear the CM Punk chants. We're going to hear him on Saturday night. Probably not as many. We are definitely going to be hearing them on Sunday with the fact that they're in Chicago, with the fact that CM Punk has been in the news recently, with the fact that CM Punk just fought a gutsy, hard-fought fight in UFC. Uh, oh, just This is CM Punk territory, and we're going to be hearing, hey, you got Bludgeon Brothers versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. I mean, come on. That's going to be 10 minutes of a CM Punk chant. Let's be real here.
2: Still waiting for you to eat that hat, by the way.
1: Well, CM Punk's got to fight in the UFC first, and then maybe I'll do it.
2: <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus Big
1: Cass. Singles match. This is a uh, this is a blood feud at this point. Uh, this is Daniel Bryan versus Kane, basically. Uh, still going on. Uh, Daniel Bryan has... It, it, ever since his return, right? Okay, he wrestled at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was fun seeing him back there. It looked like he didn't miss a step. I'm still waiting he, for the he was,
2: hold on, he was he was knocked out of half the match.
1: Yes, but when he was in there, I mean you yes. saw Daniel Bryan. The whole the the beatdown leading up, you know, his first night back doing the beatdown on Sami Zayn. I mean, this Daniel Bryan's ready to be Daniel Bryan again. But until he gets that big focused feud, probably with AJ Styles, probably with Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't know. Maybe they're saving Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke as the dream match at WrestleMania, or maybe Vince is a little shaken by the fact that AJ Styles and Shinsuke didn't deliver, and maybe he's worried about giving Shinsuke Nakamura a big singles match on a WrestleMania stage that goes 25 minutes. I don't know. But Daniel Bryan, until he gets you know, the big feud that isn't against the big Oaf and big Cass, I don't really see him back yet. I mean, this whole this whole period has just been the waiting game to see when Daniel Bryan actually returns. His best stuff has been on SmackDown in the short buildup, you know, with with Samoa Joe, which didn't happen. The Jeff Hardy match was all right, and then you had Shelton Benjamin. You're getting a little bit of a little bit of a taste, a little taste of what Daniel Bryan can do, but we're not seeing it quite yet. And then on these big stages of the pay per views, he's getting big casts. Like, I'm ready for Daniel Bryan to do something. I don't think we're going to get Daniel Bryan doing something for months.
2: Oh, I got news for you. I think he's losing this match.
1: Well, of course he is. He's going to get the big boot right up his face.
2: Well, because he's won the other matches against Cass. So it's Cass's turn. And and yes, so big Cass is going to win this match through, as you said, effery for the other one. I will not use that word because I am. uh, I am. I am. I'm pure Rob. You are a man <laughs> of the people. You
1: are you are the better
2: of the two of us. I'm trying not to cuss as much as I used to. Um, but yeah, no, I uh sorry Daniel kids. Bryan's no, Daniel Bryan's losing this one. Okay. And uh because I didn't get to pick one on the pre-show, Gals and Anderson, this this is this is Oni Lurkin and, and Danny Birch just on the main roster. Okay. Uh might be a fun yeah. sprint, but they're losing too.
1: All right. Just to finish the thought on Luke and his friend versus Luke and his friend, the tag team champions. uh, I mean, the bludgeon brothers are going to win. It's probably getting more time now that it's on the pre-show than it would have gotten. Uh, Bludgeon brothers get the victory over Luke gallows, Carl Anderson. What's the, what's the deal with this tag team division right now? You're, you're, you're flushing new day and the Usos out of it right now. You have a new team in there with gallows and Anderson going for the belts, uh, maybe you'll see sanity at one point. What's, what's the vision for this division heading into SummerSlam? Phil space, Phil space. What's, isn't that the vision for almost everything on these shows these days?
2: Well, it's, it's, it's the vision for anybody, not, not a top guy, but it's especially because he doesn't view tag teams as being able to draw money. Any, they are there to
1: fill time. anyone who's not the top guy. Who's the top guy right now? I, it seems like AJ styles is the only one you can pencil in for a singles match in every show. Who who's the top guy? Braun Strowman oh. isn't getting singles matches on these shows. Hell Roman Reigns, yes, he's getting a singles match with Jinder, but all the way down the card, that might even open up the show for all I know.
2: Well, look, who's if you stupid fans, if you stupid fans would root for Roman, we wouldn't yeah. have these issues.
1: That's true, it is our fault. Thank you for correcting mm-hmm. me. You're welcome. Seth Rollins and Elias, another <laughs> singles match for the <laughs> WWE Intercontinental Championship. This is the belt that former Intercontinental Champion and current Intercontinental Champion Chris Jericho made famous. Seth Rollins, Elias, what do you got?
2: Seth Rollins is possibly the most bankable babyface in this company right now.
1: Bankable star, I would say, because you say bankable babyface. I think he would also be a top heel if they turned him at some point. Okay, no, Again, that's true.
2: I think he's a bankable star. Yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, which is why I think to get the title off of him so he can go after Brock, even though they wouldn't need to do that. Oh, that would be an awesome match. Boy, I... Mean, Boy, ooh. I think they're I think they're putting the belt on Elias here. And okay. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do the quote unquote celebration mm-hmm. type of gimmick, which they love. You know they love to do that kind of they stuff, do. Rob. Oh, ooh, we got somebody with a singing gimmick. Oh, it's a celebration, celebration concert on Monday Night Raw. You know, that kind of thing. So Celebrate. that's what we're
1: gonna get. And I hope it goes an hour too. I hope the entire first hour of the show is Elias. Rocking the house, doing I, all I want to see.
2: doing side one of Badlands. Oh, sure, by Bruce Springsteen. There you go. Suck at yeah. Chicago.
1: Uh, I think they're in Grand Rapids, Grand uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan on Monday after all these shows in Chicago. So uh, yeah, yeah. Punish Gr with some Elias singing for an hour because Elias is great. Love Elias. Love Elias. An hour long concert, probably not. Uh, but heal him up as the new uh, Intercontinental champion. That's fine. Uh, I think Seth Rollins is going to win. This is an unpredictable match. I don't know which direction they're going to go. Seth Rollins probably should be doing more important things. Uh, And the Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar match would be absolutely phenomenal. If you're going to do a singles match with a guy and I don't even care if Seth wins, that's a match. I would love it. I would love it. I'm just now noticing on the show, by the way, Mm -hmm. no Drew McIntyre. No. What the hell?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, they got beaten that battle royal, Rob. You remember when they were having that hot star ascent and then they just decided to throw Dolph out first of the Battle Royal and then try and get the heat back? Now, this yeah. this
1: has to be a mistake, right? Because the the old Wikipedia card does not list Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt going up against the B team on the show. That's a mistake, right?
2: That I think that is a mistake.
1: Yeah, they have to be wrestling on the show. I mean, come on. What are you building towards? Put them on the show. Maybe they'll be on the pre-show too. Maybe the pre-show unless, is just a big tag doing- team battle.
2: Unless they're doing like the match at the Hardy compound and they're just going to show a video. Oh my
1: God. Just put Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt on the television. Don't be afraid. Put the B team in there. That'd be a fun little get together. I mean, Chicago would be fun. I thought Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, by the way, were baby faces. You're having them wrestle the B team. They're obvious heels. Yes.
2: (laughs) The B team is the lovable losers that, uh, I'm, I'm watching this promo
1: on Monday with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. And these guys are, these guys are bad guys. Like I want to see the yeah. B team beat them.
2: You know what they are? They're 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 Heath Slater and Rhino on the ascent to the uh, okay. SmackDown Tag Championships.
1: Oh, speaking of the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, we have Bobby Lashley going up against Sami Zayn in a singles match. Wait, uh, that
2: doesn't make sense. This <laughs> entire
1: this entire build-up has been absolutely abysmal.
2: This I just want to see Bobby Lashley wrestle. Build- the worst build I've seen as an adult wrestling it's, fan, I, and and I've seen a lot of bad ones.
1: And this is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This would be the first real test of Bobby Lashley in the ring since he came back.
2: Yeah, well, he's gonna kill Sammy. He's gonna lift him up for thirty seconds to a minute in a suplex, drop him, and and, well, and see, pin him.
1: Uh, okay, they could do that. I think they might have a, a somewhat real match. They're uh, gonna
2: have they're gonna have a back and forth but seven eight last him. Yeah. So anyway,
1: I, I just want to see Lashley wrestle. I don't want him to see this. I don't care about these tag team matches he was having with Braun. I just want to see Bobby Lashley in there in a singles match against Sami Zayn. Give it to me. That's fine. Give it to me. Just a weird singles match because I wouldn't have expected a Bobby Lashley singles match. I wouldn't have expected a Sami Zayn singles match. And here they are together on, uh, on what WWE seemingly wants to be the, the fifth biggest pay-per-view of their schedule. They want to make right. it a big five with Money in the Bank, and you're putting in Lashley versus Sami Zayn, and just building up with wacky obstacle courses. I mean, this was a gimmick that couldn't g- even get over on NXT TV on Sci Fi, and they're putting it on Raw for 15 minutes a week for four weeks. What the hell?
2: Well, they're at least on the show, unlike <laughs> yeah, unlike Bailey. So
1: unlike Bailey, unlike EC3, unlike Montez Ford. <laughs> It's outrageous. I uh, bet
2: you Bailey Bailey is shown in the in the Chicago crowd for NXT. There you I go. Yeah. You there. yeah. There's. Oh, we're gonna use you here, and you can clap and seem happy and remember the times when when people loved you. She'll
1: be she'll be sitting next to Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane or whoever else yeah. you want to put in there.
2: Yeah, give the young kid the rub.
1: Build up the uh, May Young Classic coming soon.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Roman Reigns, Jinder Mahal. This is a singles match. The winner becomes winner I guess that's your only that's your only stipulation in this one uh, yeah, g- Jinder, Jinder Mahal's going to lose yeah he's he's in there to suffer Jinder Mahal is uh, oh man uh, if you were to take one body on WWE TV right now and say hey kids this is how you see who's using steroids it's ginger Mahal yes yes and this is on a, a show with Bobby Lashley on it Yes. You look at Jinder Mahal, I'm like, kids, show me all the signs. And the kids, I mean, they're smart. They'll point out all the signs. Easily, easily observed on Mr.
2: Back-ne- Back acne.
1: Those, uh, Those uh, luscious, <laughs> luscious breasts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. The James
1: Ellsworth return anticipation station. Mm. Carmella versus Oscar Carmella is going to retain. And God damn it. We are getting James Ellsworth back. Are we? We are. Have I missed news somewhere? Uh, I'm breaking it right now on the show. I believe you can, all right, all right. You, you can put, you on your, put on your reddits. Rob McCurron of shake Don't them troll ropes me. reports exclusively that James Ellsworth is returning to help Carmella defeat. Uh, oh yeah. Carmella. Uh, Carmella is afraid. Okay. Of Oscar. She's clearly afraid. She's putting on this show. She's going to help the person who one year ago on this pay-per-view, Money in the Bank, helped her win the Money in the Bank match. She's going back to the well. She's going to get James Ellsworth to come back, right? Professors love. So Ells-
2: Ellsworth gets kicked in the face, and then and then Carmella Rosa Bosca. I see, I see the iconic duo and helping then, her. And
1: then all the kids are going to be crying like, oh, for the second year in a row, we couldn't just let Carmella win on her own. It has to be a man helping her, and everyone's going to be like, a ah, man, again, ah.
2: No, I, I think Carmella retains through banana peel or cr- or crookery, but I, I think it's the Iconics that help her. Well, James Ellsworth has
1: often been compared to a banana peel. Okay. So, I mean, I, I think we're on the same page here. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, last man standing. WWE title, Shinsuke is going to win the belt.
2: I think so. I think he's going to get a short short run with it, and there's going to be a lot of punching so in the dick. So
1: many ball Penis, sorry. shots. Mm you here yes, you are Paul. not one to cuss and you say dick
2: <laughs> i'm sorry richard right in the richard
1: mm, right cock's going to be swollen
2: mm, there there'll be there'll be uh yes there'll be a lot of bags that are uh,
1: punched this is a vince McMahon show and i'm really really wondering how on earth shinsuke has not gotten the nickname the coxman yet <laughs> like you just see tuesday nights on USA Network, soon to be Fox broadcast, the coxman, Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. World champion.
2: Not touching that, but I am agreeing with you. I think Nakamura Well, you don't have though. to
1: touch it. I mean, I don't think Shinsuke would like you to touch on it either. I'm just pointing out. Anywho. Some people pay for it. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be the, uh, the world champion. They're going to Japan soon. As well, so I and they're going July fourth, uh, July fourth week. I believe they go to Japan usually, so he's he could be the world champion heading into those shows. I think that's what's happening. Hold on, here. are
2: you telling me that the WWE would pander to an audience by putting a champion of similar origin on the top of a card for an international show? Yeah, Is that except what this you're telling time, me, Rob.
1: Except this time, he's not going to lose to Triple H. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, he might he he could i suppose i i don't believe he's going to they're putting Hideo Itami on those uh on those Japanese uh, shows as well by the way
2: uh, yeah yeah here's what might have been and then they'll you know what they'll put a Tommy versus Triple H no do you see there what they're doing
1: know. do you see the matches they're doing i haven't on the Japanese tour Hideo Itami is wrestling on one night The Miz
2: on the <laughs> next night Big Cass so they're giving him guys that he can beat potentially they're giving him guys he could beat. Hold on, didn't Cass put him out once? Uh, probably. Holy crap.
1: I believe everyone in their in their company has put out Hideo Itami at one point.
2: <laughs> Here, go against Riddick in Lakeland. Yeah, yeah. why not? Uh, um, well, that's how he was knocked out once, I believe. Sure, uh, I believe you.
1: <laughs> AJ and Shinsuke, son. Uh, this is... Shinsuke, Shinsuke,
2: Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Shinsuke.
1: Yeah, Shitsuke Nakamura. Um, I believe this will be the longest match in the show outside of the Money in the Bank matches. This is the history, yeah. last main standing. It's the big deal. Uh, we're we're going to get a rightful winner, I believe, and I believe that'll be Shinsuke Nakamura. He's going to be the world champion heading into the Japanese tour, going to be the world champion heading into your your SummerSlam week, uh, and Shinsuke Nakamura could be defending against AJ. Uh, Now, a a question
2: to set a question to set up the next match. If this is the if this is the longest match of the card, will Ronda, will Ronda and Nia be the shortest Ronda Rousey, Nia Jax singles match
1: for the Raw Women's Championship. So I am this this match. How do I say this? I believe we haven't talked about the women's money in the bank ladder match yet. We are going to get to that one.
2: So you think it I, affects the outcome? Yes. I
1: think the results, if they do the money in the bank ladder match first, if they do that match first and say Natalia wins that match. Okay. I think we're pointing to some, uh, some shenanigans in Nia Jackson, and Ronda Rousey. I, I think maybe you get a Ronda win, right? And then Natalia cashes in right away. And that's your feud. Natalia and Ronda. If Nia Jackson Ronda goes first, I think Nia Jax wins. Oh I, well, or do I? No, I think Ronda Rousey would win if that goes first, and she just becomes the champion. And then maybe Natalia wins, and they, oh, they're celebrating their best friends on Raw the next night, and Natalia whacks her in the back of the head. Either but way, you think
2: they're- either
1: way, I think I we're getting think Natalia winning the Money in the Bank match, and she's taking out Ronda. So yeah, I guess I guess I'm predicting a Ronda Rousey title win here.
2: See, I had Nia winning this until I realized that Carmella is not going to win her match.
1: Well, Carmella is going to win her match.
2: Well, I mean, I mean that Carmella is going to somehow escape the belt through heelness. And I thought that was going to be Ellsworthness. I thought that was going to be Nia's move. Yeah. So I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe Rhonda just gets the arm bar and taps. I think Rhonda like,
1: wins. I think Rhonda wins, but will not leave Monday night. Raw as the world champion.
2: Okay. I will. I will take that. Uh, because when we get into money in the bank, I want you to do something for me. Well, let's get into money in the bank. <laughs> okay. Here, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Tell me the will thing. You, will you agree on the premise? What premise? That that one briefcase will be on each show. Um, I will see. Here's the thing. I will not agree to
1: that premise because, like I said, I believe Natalia is winning the Money in the Bank women's match. I believe she is cashing in. You're only going to have one briefcase being held after Monday night, and that's the oh. men's briefcase. Natalia okay. is walking out of Raw. The women's or walking out of SmackDown, whatever show she's on. She's walking out of Raw. As the women's champion. That's what she's doing.
2: Okay, well, just for the purposes of this show, then.
1: Purposes of Pick this show, a- you want me to lie and say something not what I believe. Okay,
2: okay, yeah, fine. Yes, okay, in a theoretical world. Well, I guess, uh, let's
1: see, who do I think is hold going on, to hold win? Hold on,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. And I haven't given you the parameters. Of oh, what I-
1: their parameters. The oh, okay, yeah. okay. Give me, the, give me the parameters already.
2: For the men's and the women's Money in the Bank, give me a Raw winner and a SmackDown winner. For each one? Yes.
1: Okay. So the women's Money in the Bank match, the Raw winner is Natalia. If it okay. is a SmackDown winner, it is, uh, let's see. Uh, hmm, hmm. There is no one on SmackDown that has a chance at winning. Becky Lynch. I'll say Becky Lynch. Okay. And for the Raw, or for the Money in the Bank men's side, the world title contract, I think your SmackDown guy is obvious. I think it's Samoa Joe. And I think your Raw guy would end up being, dun, da, 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 as much as I would want Braun Strowman to win, I think that's too easy a call, because I would love to see him win and then challenge Brock for SummerSlam and just make that open challenge known. Uh, I don't believe it to be him. Uh, can The Miz be traded back to Raw so I can pick him?
2: Because honestly, <laughs> I
1: think the only two chances...
2: Can he do a, a cross-promotion well, cash-in?
1: What I'm saying here is the only two I think that are going to win are Samoa Joe and The Miz. I don't have a Raw okay. guy winning this
2: match. OK. No. Well, OK. Then then I will accept that as an answer. So there, I, will I guess. Disagree. So I, I will disagree with you oh, oh, based on okay. based on your natty pick. I oh. will disagree with you that oh. there is a possibility. OK. All right. So here goes. I agree with you because people were saying maybe Charlotte might win in, in, in on the Smackdown side. Hmm. I agree. If a Smackdown woman wins it, it has to be Becky Lynch. Yeah.
1: Has to be. Has to be Becky. Be Becky. She just beat Charlotte.
2: I am still not sold that they're gonna go through with the natty wins and then cashes in thing. Just because, I don't know. Everybody can Dude. see it coming a mile away. Everybody yeah. can see it coming and a fine. mile away. That's fine. It's it's fine if it's good, but you know it would I, be
1: I just, good. You would you would put Ronda Rousey in an actual heated program because this Nia Jax thing ain't working.
2: Yeah, up until up until Tuesday's show at the end, mm-hmm. I thought the Miz had a very strong chance of winning money yes. in the bank. So okay. that, that way he could get the belt off of probably AJ when AJ wins it back and then they could port him over to a Daniel Bryan feud.
1: Right. That's what I I, I would say the Miz winning the championship and then somehow ending up with Daniel Bryan would be your way to go heading into the winter.
2: Yes. Or and even I, SummerSlam I
1: would, if they wanted to rush it.
2: I would agree there, but I am okay. going to I am going to go with a somewhat odd pick for men's money in the bank somewhat
1: odd. pick. Oh my God. you Because are in not- there- hold no. on, hold no, on, hold you on. You can't do hold this. On, let me do it. Yes, nope, I you am. can't do yes. this. Here no. we go. You can't do this, because,
2: man. Because, the, because WWE logic in history, the guy who's always looked the worst on the build for money in the bank usually wins because he's the guy who needs it most in their logic. No. So, and no. who is a good Vince type guy who could be a kind of a Weasley heel to cash in at an opportunistic moment. Bobby rude. No, mm, no Could Win money in the bank. I
1: You're think Yeah, you, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. Hmm. Gosh, you
2: can't do I it. I still think it'll, it'll probably more than likely be Kevin Owens, but what? I, I, I think, I think, I think there's a strong, strong possibility that Bobby rude min, wins money in the bank. Wouldn't it
1: be really cool if Kenny Omega came in and won?
2: No, no, it
1: wouldn't.
2: <laughs> Hell he could of, do it the he could do the arm chainsaw, and everybody could good. cry that they want the New Japan Kenny. That's what he could do.
1: New Japan Kenny. Uh, yeah. So my predictions: Natalia winning the women's Money in the Bank ladder match; Samoa Joe winning the SmackDown Money in the Bank match. Although the Miz makes a very good case, uh, you could build your year out with the Miz winning. And being, would he be the first person to cash in twice? Or was that uh, was that CM Punk?
2: CM Punk, I believe. CM Punk did that. And I think Edge it did it. Didn't Edge do it twice or no?
1: Uh, he did actually because he cashed in on Cena and then he uh, he took Kennedy's briefcase to cash in on Undertaker, I believe. Okay.
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: I don't know how I remembered all that because usually I'm terrible at memory, but I'm pretty sure I nailed that.
2: That was impressive.
1: Wasn't it? hmm God, and this is how Shake Them
0: Ropes ends with Rob remembering shit. Here it comes again.